by the power of Grayskull. Welcome to the Mike Durban Show, episode 54. Thank you for listening. I have a jam-packed episode for you this week, and it's one that I've been looking forward to doing for a long time now. Now, if you know me, you know I love He-Man and the Masters of the Universe. This is my favorite toy and my favorite cartoon when I was a kid. And even now, as an adult, I still collect the vintage figures and the new figures that come out. So a few months ago, I had Steve Cavino from the Cavino and Rich Show on my show. And we ended up talking about He-Man for about 15 or 20 minutes. It was such a good part of the interview that I took it out of that show, and I wanted to use it for a separate show, just about He-Man. So a few weeks after I had Cavino on, Shane Helms was on my show, and we also talked about He-Man too. So I thought I'd put those two interviews together and do a He-Man episode. So I wanted to keep making it bigger, and uh, I got Jeff Lane on the show, my friend Janine, and Hambone. So we got five great guests for you this week, all talking about He-Man and what He-Man means to them. So like I said, Steve Cavino is from the Cavino and Rich Show on Sirius XM. He's also on ESPN's Now or Never and the Cavino and Rich Podcast. You can find him at Steve Cavino on Twitter. Shane Helms is the legendary Hurricane Helms. On Twitter, he's at ShaneHelms.com. And he also has a podcast called Highway to Helms, which is on the Creative Control Network, the same network I'm on. Jeff Lane is at JeffLane22 on Twitter. Head over to Russo'sBrand.com to sign up for all the shows that him and Vince Russo do. And my friend Janine's going to come on. She's going to talk about She-Ra, He-Man's sister. And last but not least is the legendary Hambone. On Twitter, he is at HB underscore show. And you can listen to the Hambone show on the Creative Control Network also. Please follow the Creative Control Network on Twitter at the CC Network One. You can follow me at Mike Durban, D-U-R-B-A-N-D. Please subscribe to my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Mike Durband. And on Instagram, it's Mike underscore Durband underscore show. This was definitely the most fun show I've ever had putting together and interviewing these guests about He-Man. I really hope you enjoyed. All right, let's get to my interview with Steve Cavino. But first, some words from my sponsors. This episode is sponsored by Blue Chew. Greetings, loyal listeners of the Mike Durban Show. It is I, Zodak, Cosmic Enforcer. Since the Council of the Wise disbanded, I have served the overlords of the Eternal Dimension, keeping watch on the affairs of mortal men, but never interfering. It is my duty to observe and assist all of Eternia's heroic warriors in their time of need. And today, I shall assist you. After a long day of battling Skeletor's evil henchmen, when Tila gets back to her private quarters in the Palace of Eternia, and she removes all her battle armor, she's in the mood for a different kind of action. 
Do you think she wants to be with Prince Adam, or does she want to be with He-Man? Well, of course she wants to be with He-Man. And so does your woman. Men, listen up. I am going to tell you how you can increase your performance and become the most powerful man in the universe and in the bedroom. Blue Chew brings you the first chewable with the same FDA-approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis. Blue Chew is made in the USA. It's prescribed online by licensed physicians, so you don't have to go to the doctor or wait in line. It's even cheaper than a pharmacy, and they prepare and ship it right to you in a discreet package. No awkwardness, and you don't even need to leave the house. Right now, they've got a special deal for the listeners of the Mike Durban Show. Visit BlueChew.com and get your first shipment free when you use the special promo code DURBAND. That's D-U-R-B-A-N-D. Just pay $5 shipping. Again, that's B-L-U-E-CHEW.com. Promo code Durban to try it for free. Blue Chew is the better, cheaper choice, and we thank them for sponsoring the show. And remember, when you support the sponsors of this show, you help make this podcast possible. So be sure to use the promo code Durband at BlueChew.com. guys always reminisce and that's probably the thing i love most about the shows when you guys talk about old stuff when you were kids i'm, uh, I'm a kid at heart man i'm a yeah. full-grown man boy and you know it's a blessing and a curse because my childhood was was so great and you know when i look back i'm filled with lots of love and joy but yeah. at the same time like you know <laughs> it's a like i said blessing because it made you and you you look back fondly but it, it feels like yesterday, really, and it's in this so long ago. And not, not a lot of people could relate to that. Yeah. One of the things you guys mentioned, um, Masters of the Universe, you know, the toys. You know, you guys, both you and Rich had them when you were kids. You were really into them. Oh, and, uh, oh yeah. Yeah, that was my favorite toy. When I was a kid, 1983, I think I was in kindergarten. Man, I, I just loved these. I had them all up to uh, maybe 85 or 86 uh, so, so I, I want to know what what are Steve Cavino's top five favorite Masters of the Universe toys? You know, it's 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 great that you ask this because you know we talk about the songs that made us, and it's just like that Netflix show, the toys that made us. Yeah, I love it. I remember it, being on on the phone with my my best friend in third grade. Uh, his name was Jay, and he moved to Florida when we were kids. But I remember being on the phone with him, like, "Yo, it's ready to start, man." The show's ready to start, and, and you see He-Man, and you get all yeah. fired up about it. And I was so into the toys. I, I was way into like Star Wars figures, and then when He-Man came around, 
you know, it hit me right in the wheelhouse, and that was my thing. And I loved all of them, dude. But if, if I were to pick my top five, it's so tough. I don't have them in an order. So I'll just say, I'll just throw it out there, my top five that come to mind right now. Again, a lot of the villains were always the coolest. Like, who the yeah. hell like Prince Adam? You know, like, He-Man was cool, <laughs> but like, no one likes the, the good guys were kind of corny. You know, Man at Arms was kind of cool, but he had a mustache in a cartoon and no mustache on the toy. That always threw me off. So I gravitated toward a lot of the bad guys because they were cooler toys. Uh, so, yeah, Beast Man was super cool in my mind growing up. Yeah. Um, Trapjaw, he's an OG. Like he was yeah. definitely one of the OGs along with Beast Man. I thought he was super cool because he had all those little weapons and, and different arm components and his jaw moved and everything. He was cooler than the average toy because he actually sort of did a little something. He had yeah. that thing in his head where you could put like a string through his helmet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like any toy that did a little something extra, I definitely liked a little more. Trapjaw for sure. So Beast Man, Trapjaw. You know, again, toys that did something. Like that Fisto guy. I liked him, but he's not top five. It would Jitsu would be my guy because he looked more like me. Yeah. <laughs> and he had that gold chopping hand. Do you remember well, that guy? Jitsu and Fisto, they both were kind of like the same guy. They both had that karate chop and they both had uh, either a gold or a silver glove or a fist. Yeah. So they were very but, similar. But, but but Fisto had a silver fist and he was like a white guy with a beard. And Jitsu was like some sort of, you know, like Asian looking samurai guy with a gold <laughs> chopping hand. And I thought he was he was pretty cool. I, I don't even know where he fell into the to the universe, but I just liked his toy. Yeah, he was on the cartoon a couple times in the second season. He was rarely oh, really? on there. Yeah, he wasn't on there very much. Let's see. So Beast Man, Trapjaw, Jitsu. I like the, a very random guy. Again, I don't know where he fell into this world. His name is Cobra Khan. Yeah. But for, for years, I called this guy Misto, and I'm not even <laughs> sure why. <laughs> uh, but Cobra Khan was this, this ripped sort of snake dude whose head would come off, uh, and you put water in it, and he would spray a mist. So, yeah, Cobra Khan was dope, but was he a good guy or a bad guy? I have no he's idea. He's a bad guy. He was a bad See? guy, yep. That's why I like the bad guys. The, the, the good guys are always lame. See, Beastman, Trapjaw, Jitsu, Cobra Khan. My number five is a guy who is not even part of the He-Man world. He's part of the She-Ra world. And they all sort of crossed over. I know that. Yeah. But I, I didn't get into She-Ra even though I definitely got some sweatpant boners, you know, with my Evil Lynn and my Shira <laughs> toys, I was definitely into the bad guy. What were they called? The Evil Horde or something like that? Yeah, the Evil Horde, yep. The Evil Horde were the, were the bad guys of the Shira cartoon. I didn't yep. give a shit about the good people in the Shira cartoon, but I liked the bad guys. And there was a guy, he was a furry brown guy, like his name was like Grizz something, Grizzla? Grizzlor. Grizzlor. Yeah. Grizzlor was like the equivalent to Beastman. But on the Shira cartoon, and he was like this furry, like beast sort of guy. He was like one of the bogeymen from March of the Wooden Soldiers. He was one of my favorite guys because he was furry and shit. Like when you when you think about your toys growing up, some of them were cheaply made and some of them were dope. And and that guy Grizzlor was sort of dope. He was furry. He looked different. He wasn't of the same mold as everybody else. And then there was guys like a Ram Man who were like cheap plastic pieces of shit. And I, I remember, like, certain toys I got at the toy store, and then, you know, Ram Man I got at the supermarket, and he was, yeah. like, a, you know, cheap piece of plastic. You know who I liked? Uh, I'm going to give honorable mention, too, because that's, that's my top five. 
Honorable mention, I loved Skeletor, dude. And yeah. I loved the Skeletor. I don't know what version he was, but the one that you punched him and, and his chest plate would, would switch. Yep, that was the I second version. One. Yeah, I loved Skeletor. I still think he's, you know, bound for a killer comeback because he was a great villain and a great character. But I, I shout out to Skeletor because I did love him. And um, Manny Faces, even though he was a, a shitty, quality, plasticky sort of toy, yep. Manny Faces was a guy who had different face options if you turn the top of his head and uh, I always liked him but I had dude I had them all man yeah. but I was a guy that liked to set them up and leave them there like I would set up a scene and leave the scene I wasn't the guy that was trying to like battle and play with them I would just set up a scene and leave it and I didn't want anyone to touch it yeah so I'm gonna give you my top five yeah let's hear it you're gonna love my number one i, I know it uh <laughs> but like you i was more into the villains so at number okay. five I, I got web store he was the spider guy remember him dude i totally do yeah he had like a jet pack with a hook and then you could shoot the hook and then dude i have it. yeah i totally yeah. have that uh then i got beast man at number four classic he was in that first wave and you know what i don't like though looking back uh like the voice of beast man in the cartoon and he was like he was sort of really submissive to Skeletor in oh, the cartoon. Yeah. The toy, you would think he was like a beast and you yeah. can fuck with him. But in the cartoon, they sort of made, made him like a little bitch. But I, I did love the toy. Yeah. Number three, I got Modulock. Do you remember that one? Modulock. It came, in, it, it came in a box and it was like you could put all the pieces together and um, you could make like two different guys out of it. Modulock. Oh, you yeah. know what? Um, damn, I don't want to mess it up, but I, I bet you I had it. Yeah. You know, maybe I'll, while you bit these out i'll look it up on my computer here oh shit modulock i had modulock dude i just looked him up modulock was dope as hell i had him for sure uh number two i got trap jaw which you mentioned he was uh, probably the best villain all those parts and he came with a glow in the dark ring do you remember that no i don't i don't think so i, yeah. I lost this shit yeah him and uh, him and uh triclops came with a glow in the dark ring with a skull on it uh my number one though you you said nobody liked this guy. Why would cool. someone want this figure? My favorite figure of all time, Prince Adam. Prince Adam, dude. Yeah, dude, serious? I love that colors. I love the color scheme, like that magenta jacket with the pink pants and the white like undershirt. Hell, bro. In the barrio, Prince Adam <laughs> is a puto, bro. I don't know. He's kind of weak. But I, I just love to have the option, like you know, when when that figure came out, you know, I was like, oh, this is like the the Clark Kent figure. I now like you can... uh, I like the evil like blue He-Man guy better than oh Prince Faker, Adam. yeah Faker. Hit Faker and the uh, the tornado like the yellowish guy that spun around that looked like He-Man. Oh Cyclone, Cy- Cyclone. Like I like those guys. Prince Adam was like he was kind of lame to be honest, <laughs> but all right. Yeah, hey, this is your top five. Yeah. So uh, yeah, there you have it, man. My favorite action figures of all time, Masters dude, of the that's Universe. Your number one, bro. Your Prince, Prince Adam. Yes. Yes. I Damn. Love Adam. Yeah, I love that figure. I never had an, an official Orco because I had a pencil. Remember, um, what do they used to call it? Like pencil toppers or something? I don't know. Like little things you put on your pencil. Yeah. I had a little Orco one that like was totally fit my Masters of the Universe collection better than the actual Orco. And I was totally cool with that. Yeah. You know what I used until the figure came out? I think it was in the second or third wave. But he wasn't like sized appropriate. He was like a big toy kind of. Yeah. Uh, I used to use a Jawa like the, mm. the the coat mm-hmm. from the J- Star Wars Jawa figure, like that was my Orko for a while. What happened was, 
Um, I love those toys, dude. I really do. And I, those are the only ones that I still have. But not all of them. I don't know because my little brother ended up maybe taking a few, and but I still have a lot of them. Yeah. Um, I started mixing worlds a little bit because the Thundercat toys were so fucking cool at one point yeah, yeah. that I would have some of those too, but only like select few because they were so dope. And then I had um. I don't know, like, every once in a while, like, your parents would buy you some shitty fucking Buck Rogers toys or some shit like that. And there was a few characters that were, like, kind of cool, and I would infiltrate them. But, yeah, the He-Man were, were by far the best. And, and you know what that means? We live in a world of nostalgia, and, and people like familiarity more now than ever before. There will, mark my words, be a, a major comeback for He-Man, because... They created a whole world and a, and a lot of great characters, man. Yeah. And they, they'll bring them back because people aren't as creative now. Or I, don't, I don't know what it is, but they'll bring them back because it's easier. Well, it's funny you mention that. I mean, do you know what's going on right now with that? Uh, I mean, I always hear rumblings of, uh, of you know, some sort of comeback, but nothing official now. Maybe it's this year or next year, but uh, Kevin Smith is working on a new animated series, and it's going to be on Netflix, and it's got like an A-list cast doing the audio. Oh, forget about it. For, yeah. Then yeah. it'll come back, and it'll be awesome. You know? Yeah. That's Mark awesome. Hamill awesome. Mark Hamill is Skeletor. Uh, oh, you know what? You know, I did know that. Yeah, because I was thinking he's the voice of Joker, and you know, he's you know known for those sort of things. He, yeah. yeah, I did know that. Like, Cersei is going to be Evil Lynn. But I didn't know that was, uh, you know, like officially moving forward. And oh, yeah. Be on, that's awesome. I'm so happy to hear that. That's really cool. Those toys, you know, they yeah. made us. And I, yeah. I love talking about that stuff, man. But like I said, it feels more like yesterday to guys like me and you than it yeah. does to a lot of other people. And not that it's a disconnect by any means, but it, it makes us honestly a little more childlike and come across maybe a little more immature sometimes. Some people get it. Some people don't. Other people are like, how the fuck do you remember that stuff? But it works to my advantage because I'm on the radio talking about it. You know, yeah. so. Stand back. There's a hurricane coming through. For over 10 years, Shane Hurricane Helms has been a pioneer in the podcast game. And now, the Creative Control Network proudly brings to you the record-breaking, history-making, longest-reigning, most entertaining, cruiserweight champion of all time, Shane Hurricane Helms and the Highway to Helms podcast. Available on iTunes, Stitcher, wherever your favorite podcast may be, you'll find me, Shane Hurricane Helms. And if you don't know, Google me. Biatch! A couple episodes ago on your show, you mentioned um, you picked up one of the new uh, He-Man and the Masters of the Multiverse comic books. And you mentioned yeah. that you had, uh, did you have He-Man toys when you were a kid? A few of them, yeah. Okay. What were some of your favorite ones? I like Stratos. Stratos yeah. was uh, my favorite. Um, and I liked uh, Triclops. Mm-hmm. And because they came with little comic books, if you remember back in the yep. day, these little mini comics. And I remember, I don't know what it was. I don't remember the story, but I remember having a little bit of sympathy for Triclops. And I wanted Triclops to get a push. <laughs> I don't remember exactly. I'd have to dig that little comic up somewhere. I'm, I doubt I still have that part. Yeah. But um, I like Triclops. Uh, I thought Manny Faces was interesting. I like Manny Faces because it reminded me of the Living Tribunal in Marvel Comics. 
and there was a a, a fake He Man called Faker. Yes. See now, He Man. Here's my problem with He Man. <laughs> it is the least amount of effort that ever went into naming a character yeah. in the history of anybody that's ever named anything. Like He Man. Yeah. <laughs> Have you funny. seen those uh, the new He Man WWF figures? Yeah, yeah. Some of those are cool, man. I yeah. wish I wish that I would have been in included in that. Well, they're coming out with Wave Two pretty soon. What about Wave Three for uh, the Hurricane? Who would you like to be matched up with? Uh, uh, may I mean I guess Stratos since he's my favorite, but um, maybe Manny Faces would work for me. Manny Faces uh, would work for either me or Mick Foley because we had the several gimmicks. I had Gregory Helms, I had Gregory Helms the reporter, and then I had the Hurricane. So Manny faces would work really well for me. Yeah. Um, so I'm, I'm gonna go with that. I would love. I would love that. But I don't know if that's gonna happen or not. Yeah, I think they're doing pretty well because they got. Yeah, Wave Two is gonna be coming out pretty soon. So, mm-hmm. um, and they're rebooting. They're doing the the He-Man line again. Mm-hmm. So that same company is coming out with a revamped He-Man line. They look like the old school figures, but they got more articulation in them. And then uh, there's two cartoons coming out. I think in 2021. I started to. I know that. Uh, was it? Kevin Smith or somebody's doing a, a He-Man revamp. Yeah, it's Kevin Smith. Kevin Smith. As I look forward to that, I tried to actually watch that She-Ra animated one, and it didn't do it for me. I liked She-Ra back in the day because the evil horde and his henchmen were kind of like they were cooler than Skeletor in those were to me. Yeah. And so I liked She-Ra back in the day too. And then I watched this one, and I didn't like the art at all. I thought the art style was. I mean, I don't know. I, you know, they tried something. You got to give them credit for trying something new, but it didn't work for me. And then it was just super hokey, you know. So I, I didn't get into that at all. My next guest toy collection is so legendary that it has earned him a spot on the infamous disco list. Uh, Jeff Lane's room. With all the toys? Yeah. On the list. Did you know about that, Jeff? Yes. It, it's actually, it's mythical. I, I wish I had this toy collection uh, the way it's been described. That would be nice, but... Uh... Yeah, he makes it seem like you have he makes it seem like you have so many toys like all over the room that you're in, but really there's not that many. No, well, what it was is I used to actually have the He-Man figures set up. Okay. And and I think that's what he saw, but that's all it was was He-Man. But the problem was is anytime I would bump into the shelf or get something off the shelf, they'd all fall over, man, because they're, they're very hard to, to stand up, you know? Yeah. I showed Disco my office one time when I was on Keeping It 100, and I showed him, you know, I turned the camera and showed him all the walls and everything, and... Uh, for some reason, he keeps you on the list, but he won't put me on there. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. I wish I had all those toys. Most of my childhood toys are gone. Somehow, He Man survived most of them anyway. So I was okay. happy about that. But like, yeah, my that's what those are gone. My Thundercats are gone. Oh. Transformers are gone. So, so when I, you say they're gone, did what happened to me happen to you? Did your mom throw them all out? She didn't throw them all out, but she sold them at yard sales. Yes, that yeah. Some yep. of mine went to yard sales, and some of mine just got tossed over the years. So, have you ever tried in your adult life going back and collecting them again? No, I've just held on to the to the ones I I found. There are pieces missing. I'm I'm missing a bunch that I used to have, including I had Castle Grayskull. It's gone. 
I had Snake Mountain, it's gone. I had Battle Cat, gone. Um, I had the, uh, it was the one that they always flew on, but it connected to the, the round oh, one, too. The Battle Ram? Um, was that what it was? Yeah, the Sky yeah. Sled came out. Yep. Yes, yes, that. And I also had, like, this skeleton dinosaur thing that they, you could stick them in and walk them around with it. I, I don't remember what that was called, but all, that's all, all lost now. Yeah, that was called Battle Bones. Yeah, and that carried all the guys in it. Yeah, so. you like stuck in like their their torso or something, and their legs <laughs> dangled. I remember. Yeah. <laughs> so you're, I think you're a couple months older than me. So what's your earliest childhood memory? Was it around kindergarten? Oh God, that's a good. Now I really got to think. Probably somewhere in that area. God, I'm trying to think. I, I was definitely young when the series started. Eighty three, right? I think I think technically 82 but 83 is really when it started to blow up. Yeah, so I might have even been in first grade by then. Okay. Uh so I bet you it was probably first grade, first grade-ish. Yeah. Do you remember which ones you got first? Uh I don't. Okay. But um I'm sure it was probably uh He-Man. Yeah. Which ones did you have on your shelf? Cuz I don't see them now, but which Yeah, I I have? took them down. Um I had them all in a bag. Actually, I didn't know this was audio only, so I have like I took my top 5 like Okay. Have, well, I yeah, have, show me show me when no. we get to them. Yeah. yeah. I'd love to see. But them. Um, I, love I seeing... actually still have um uh Whiplash is still way up there, but you can't see him. Nice. And Ram Ram Man was up there, but he fell and I got to get like a step stool to get him cuz he fell backwards. Uh-huh. Uh and then normally I have Manny faces uh, in this Star Wars cup back here, but uh, spoiler, he's in the top five, so he's not in there right now. But okay. uh, yeah, I had a I had a bunch of them up there. Everybody knows Jeff is a huge gamer. He's got his own Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash JeffLane22. Okay, uh, there's been a couple He-Man games over the years. I think even back to Atari, there was a really horrible Atari game. I don't think there was one on the NES. But um, have you played any of the He-Man games? I actually played the Game Boy Advance one on my Patreon. Okay. Uh, God, that might have even been like two years ago. Uh, it was pretty crappy. And I um, believe that's the only one I've played. I always wanted to try the PS2 one, even though I ho- heard it was horrible. Yeah. Uh, I think that one was based on the 2002 cartoon, but I may be wrong on that one. Uh, but I wanted to play that. But other than that, no, I haven't really played any video games. It's surprising to me that... It was such a huge thing back in the 80s, and then they brought it back in 02. It's actually back now. We'll get to that in a minute. But, yeah, there's really been no awesome games for He-Man over the years. I don't get it. I don't either. You figure it would fit in the third-person just action sword-swinging genre. There's so many games like that, so He-Man yeah. would be perfect for that. And the, and the characters, it, I don't know. Maybe it's a, a licensing deal. They want too much money to do it. Who knows? I don't know. Yeah. So are you aware of the new Masters of the Universe Origins line that's out right now? No, I have not seen it. The only thing new I've seen, I haven't seen it, but I know they got a new She-Ra cartoon out. Isn't Kevin Smith going to do like a He-Man for Netflix? Yeah, Kevin Smith is doing a He-Man for Netflix. That should be out within maybe half a year. I know that all the animation has been done, so I think... I think the voice work's been done on it too, and it's got like an A-list uh, cast doing all the voices. Um, He'll probably. I, I trust him to be true to the to the origins and to the characters because he's he's like that. You know, he takes yeah. that st- that stuff seriously. So I bet you'll be good. Yeah. So that's going to be aimed towards like the adult fan, like us. 
Uh, and there's also, I think, another cartoon coming out, and that's going to be more kid-based. So, I didn't know that. Yeah. So so next year, it's going to be uh, there's going to be two cartoons, and then they have that movie in development, but they keep it keeps getting pushed back and you know delays and stuff like that. So they have the guy cast, but I don't think it's gotten any f- in development hell. Yeah, it's in development hell. So let me let me show you real quick. Okay. So this is the new He-Man and Battle Cat. Oh God, that's awesome, man! Yeah, is Battle Cat still like uh, plastic? I remember Battle Cat was plastic, and um, what was it? Panther was kind of like fuzzy. You, yeah, flocked. I, uh, yeah, yeah, I remember that, man. That makes me miss mine. Yeah, I so remember this- as a kid being such a mark that I was mad that Cringer wasn't smaller. Yeah, like when you you know that that always bothered me. But that man, that's awesome. I didn't even know those were out. Yeah, they're very hard to find. I don't know if they're in New York yet. They came out officially. They, they started coming into the stores two months ago. Now, they're a Walmart exclusive right now, but in 2021, they will be everywhere. But the uh, distribution has been very spotty. Like, only like Texas is getting a lot of them. Um, here in Illinois, it's been very hard. I've had to get them from people on Facebook groups and, and stuff like that. So, Wave 1 is out now. It's He-Man, Skeletor, Tila, Evelyn... Battle Cat, Beast Man, and Man at Arms, and then they have one vehicle. It's it's the Sky Sled. It's not the Battle Ram. It's just the the front part, the Sky Sled, yeah. and that comes with Prince Adam. Oh, that's awesome! Yeah, so I've got all. I completed Wave One last week. I finally got them all. It was very difficult. Um, so Wave Two should be coming out pretty soon. So yeah, if you're in a Walmart, check that out. That's awesome. Yeah, so they look, they're very inspired by the uh, classic ones that we had, but there's more articulation in them, and they're very vibrant looking. So I just hope kids today will be interested in them and and make the line successful. All right, Jeff, I'm interested in what your top five Masters of the Universe characters are. So let's start off at number five. Who do you have? So number five, Manny Faces, and he has a broken leg, and I thought I had it pushed in enough you can see it obviously but uh, i always liked him because of the many faces that he you know turned around i love that so are you aware of the masters of the wwe universe figures that came out last year i feel like i've heard this before i'm having deja vu but i can't picture him yeah so there's it's a crossover it's he-man mixed with wwe that's odd uh, yeah it's it i thought it was odd at first but um so when I started collecting the new He-Man ones, I I had to get the these WWE ones just because they're in the same scale and a lot of them are using the same molds and parts, so they they fit together really well. So there is a Manny Faces, uh, but it's the New Day. When you spin the head thing, it changes to all the New Day faces. You got Xavier Woods, Biggie, and uh, Kofi. Whoever came up with that idea has to be a He-Man <laughs> yeah. and a wrestling mark because who else would come up with that? Yeah. All right, what do you got for number four? Number four, I don't know if this is cheating or not, but he appeared in He-Man cartoons in Secret of the Sword, so he counts. Hordak, I always liked the Hordak figure just because the detail in the face yeah. I thought was was outstanding. So many toys back then, the, the, just the detail that they would put in these things, and I thought his, his face was incredible. Hordak is technically in the He-Man toy line. Although he was on the She-Ra cartoon, but he he was with the Evil Horde is part of the He-Man line. So all right, I, yeah, yeah, because I couldn't remember the packaging. I don't have the package for any for any of these anymore. Yeah, the packaging it was the same as the other ones, but it had the Evil Horde logo on it. 
Okay. So, and speaking of the packaging, that that awesome packaging that they had with the, you know, the exploding logo coming out, they have those for the new ones. They look identical. That's awesome. So when you walk into a Walmart and you're going to see these on the shelves, it's going to bring you back, man. That's yeah. why I love it. I need these. Yeah. All right. What do you got at number three? Number three, trap jaw. Yes. I just liked how you could change the stuff in his arms. Of course, I don't have any of the pieces anymore, so his arm, his right arm is useless. There's nothing in there. But I always thought uh, he had a cool look, and uh, it was a cool toy to have, you know, the different things that I always loved in the cartoon too when he'd always screw up and he'd get jammed and, and you know that <laughs> that was always hilarious do you still have the right. do you have the ring that it came with remember it came with the glow in the dark ring I don't remember that at all no, okay. no. Yeah, him and he and uh, Triclops came with that same ring yeah see Triclops is one I've lost oh. over the years and I'm not happy about that yeah all right, what do you got for number two? Number two, this might be an odd one, but I loved this one as a kid. He was easy to stand up. That was the one. And the second thing was his eyes, Mantena. So we oh. got another another horde here. I just liked how his, his eyes popped <laughs> out on the toy. You know, I, I just, I don't know. I always liked this guy. I always thought he had a cool look and his voice was funny. On yeah, part. he was easy to stand up because he has four legs. Two of them are together. So yep. uh, yeah, he was, an, he was an easy one to stand up. Yes. And he had a great voice in the cartoon. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was awesome. Yeah. I love the evil horde. Like every every horde member is just awesome. Like the toy was great and then on the cartoon they were awesome too. Yeah. There's so much just difference from character to character that I mean you look at the I always liked the villains more than the heroes because they were so just unique, every single one of them. They all had their own gimmick, their their own character, their own voice. Yeah. You know, I was I'm, always but- more a fan of them. All right, here we are at the, at the main event. Who do you have at number one? Who's your favorite He-Man character of well, all time? I do have an honorable mention that I wanted okay. to throw in there before number one, and it's just because of what the toy was. Skunkor, my mom tried to throw that thing out on me so many times because it actually smelled like a skunk. Yes. Like, I thought that was one of the most unique things on a toy. My mom hated it, so that's a – I lost him. I don't know where he is, but that's an honorable mention, so. Yeah. St- uh, Stinkor, he was actually – Stinkor, uh, yes, Stinkor, that's right. Yeah, he was um, pretty much like Merman. It was the same mold. They just repainted him, so. Yeah. They, they did that a lot with a lot of figures. Yeah. So your mom hated that. Uh, there's one other item in the He-Man collection that all parents hated because it ruined a lot of carpets. Do you remember that what that might have been? Uh-uh, not off the top of my head, no. Did you have the slime pit? I did not have the slime pit, no. Oh, wow. Nope. Okay. Nope. Yeah, the slime pit was legendary because it it came with a bucket of slime, and you could also buy more slime. But um, when it got in your, your carpet, it, it ruined it. It wouldn't come out. It would harden, and it would ruin the carpet. So That's probably why I never had it then. Yeah. <laughs> All right, what's your number one? Number one might be predictable, but it is what it is, and I've lost it. The original Skeletor, um, the original form, I've lost it. I think I lost. The only thing I can think of is I either lost it on my move here from Indiana, or Joe Feeney stole it in the fig bath. You know, when we were drying <laughs> off. I don't know what happened to it. I do have two other versions of Skeletor. I have the um, the water. I don't know what this one was called, but it, it actually squirted water if you put water in it. Yeah. And then I think these are like battle armor or something, you know, where they three hits and they're, and they're dead. There's a He-Man one like this too. So I still have those, but I lost the original. Just the, the skull and crossbones and the Havoc staff. Uh, I just thought it, it's a great figure, man. It might be my favorite toy figure. 
of all time. That or the op- the Optimus Prime. It's it's a tough call on that. All right. Well, there's Jeff Lane's top five Masters of the Universe figures. Uh, thank you for coming on, Jeff. And uh, of course, we can find you at Jeff Lane twenty two on Twitter. What's your Twitch again? Twitch.tv slash JeffLane22. If you want to hang out, watch me play some video games sometimes, you can catch me live there. Yes. Uh, Russo'sBrand.com, Patreon.com slash RussoTWC. Most importantly, though, Jeff, and this is something I've been a part of uh, since you started, it was your Patreon. Now, your Patreon's unique in that you can get in on the low end. It's only a dollar on the low end, right? Yeah. Yeah. I I wanted to do that because you know, to try to get as many people in there as possible. And then, um, you know, I, I, I have a $4 tier, like if they want the raw review, um, on there, but, uh, yeah, at, at the dollar tier you get, I do video game videos. I do SmackDown reviews. Uh, if you like the TV show lost, I'm going through that episode by episode, but, uh, yeah, that's also Jeff Lane 22 on Patreon. I have a good time on there. If you love the brand, if you love the, uh, the work that Jeff puts into it, Let's help Jeff. He does awesome work. And uh, Jeff, thank you for coming on the Mike Durban Show. Hey, thanks for having me on, man. I love talking this stuff. It's not wrestling. It's stuff I enjoy, you know? (laughs) This is great. Since He-Man is such an inclusive, um, no, no, it's not at all. Um, <laughs> it's, it's called He-Man, and it's a bunch of muscle-bound men. So, uh, yeah, it's not inclusive. But uh, for this show, I have a woman on here, and when she was a little girl, she had the She-Ra figure. You only had one of them, though. I'm doing top five lists on this episode, but... You don't even have a top five, so you're just going to give me your top one She-Ra figure. Which one was it? I don't even know what one it was. It was I mean, she was the princess of power. That's all I really knew. I I had She-Ra, and she played with my Barbies. I want to say I had um, the cat, too. The cat? Mm. No, I think She-Ra had a horse or a unicorn, I think. No, I had, like... I, she did. She had something, but I also had, and I don't know if my parents got this from like a garage sale or what or where it came from, but it was like He-Man's cat. The, was it green? Yeah. Oh, okay. So, yeah, that's Battle Cat. That's He-Man's cat. Battle Cat. Yes. I, yeah. I swear I had that. And it was, <laughs> I never had any He-Man or anything else, but I had Battle Cat and I had She-Ra. Okay, that's a cool combination. I'm not. I'm not sure that uh, anyone else had that. Just those two figures, but that's cool. Shira had real hair, right? Or like oh, doll yeah. hair? Oh yeah, yeah. So you could brush the hair and all that. So it was just a Barbie doll with a with a cool outfit. Oh yeah, she was like the like the most badass of the Barbies. Like she had the boots, which were just. I mean, nothing compared to those boots. They were that made that made her. I think maybe seeing that we're, you're doing top five it definitely put she-ra in my top five list of of dolls just oh, okay. because of those boots i thought they were so cool yeah and she had that cape yep. and that little crown thing on her head. yeah she was like the most badass of the barbies even though she wasn't barbie did you know that there was a she-ra cartoon back then i vaguely remember it but i don't think i ever really i know i didn't really ever get into it but um I, I remember watching 
here and there, like He-Man as a child. And uh-huh. my cousins, I have cousins, like male cousins who would spend a lot of time with us that they'd come over to our house and vice versa. But I, I assume that's where I would watch these and when they were at my parents' house or when I was at my aunt's house. But I vaguely remember watching episodes of He-Man, yeah. but nothing regular. But I do have childhood memories of He-Man. Nice. Uh, you showed your own son, Kevin, the original He-Man cartoon a few months ago. I was sad to hear the uh, results of this uh, presentation. What happened? It was disappointing. I mean, I hyped it up. I Usually he gets really into um, like the classics, you know, Teenage Mutant yeah. Ninja Turtles. He doesn't necessarily like Rise of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. He likes the OG version of it. Yeah. Like he's really into those vintage original series productions and I I had high hopes for He-Man because it seemed like something that was right up his alley and got him on the couch situated he was ready for He-Man we turned it on and it was like maybe 40 seconds into it he was like no I'm not a fan of this and I think he actually said I don't care for it (laughs) so yeah I don't Uh, care for this and how old is he yeah is he three? Three and a half. Okay. He may be a little younger. Yeah, three and a half. So I think next year when... Oh, yeah. We can revisit it. I'll... I'll yeah. Yeah. Next year when the new He-Man cartoon I'll comes out, it. there's going to be one for adults. There's going to be one for kids. So uh, there there will be another chance that he might get be able to get into it. So, And with these new toys that are coming out, which I have... Uh, all, I kept you informed of, of my progress with these. I know you're very interested in that. Maybe this he, is the the Walmart World yeah, Tour. Yeah, the one? Walmart. Yep, the Walmart World Tour that I'm always not getting anything at. So maybe he'll be interested in in, okay. in the He-Man toys at some point. Uh, just to wrap up here, um, give give me your favorite memory of Shira of, of playing with your doll. Did you bring her to show and tell? I don't recall ever bringing her to show and tell. Um, but I do remember now. Correct me if I'm wrong, but similar to the intro with He-Man where he stands there with his sword up in the air and the lightning bolts yes. hit his sword and stuff. She had a similar intro, didn't she? She, she sure did. The song, yeah, she had like a, yeah. a, chant, a chant that she would say and then she would uh, change from Adora to She-Ra. You're right. Yeah, I remember I remember that. And I like all of her interactions with the Barbies. I mean, it didn't matter if they were at like a wedding or a picnic <laughs> or if they were camping. She was on scene as the princess of power. Like there oh. was no denying that. You put those boots on and like she was ready. That's awesome. Well, I want to thank you for uh, sharing your experiences. We've made this a very well-rounded show. It's not just guys and their toys. Uh, we have a, an actual female on the show talking about female toys. So I want to thank you for coming back on the Mike Durban Show. Thank you for including me, especially with this all-star cast of characters you've got lined up. I feel really honored to be um, featured along yeah. with such a you know well-rounded cast with Hambone and Jeff Lane. I mean, this is like this is great. I feel really honored to be part of such an all-star cast of characters. So thank yes. you. Welcome back to the show. 
the host of the renamed The Hambone Show. It's not the freaking Hambone Show anymore. It's The Hambone Show. And you can find The Hambone Show on the Creative Control Network. Hambone, welcome back. Thank you for having me, Mike. We're here to find out what Hambone's top five Masters of the Universe figures are. Now, you're a little bit younger than me, so I'm, I'm surprised that you had these figures. What year were you born? I was born in 83. Wow, the figures started coming out, I think, in 82. So Really? I, I yeah. didn't realize it was that soon. I, I couldn't remember when He-Man itself started. I knew it was like, I don't know, around 83-ish, give yeah, or take. I think, I think the first wave of figures started in 82, and I think the cartoon started in 83 or 84. Okay. So if you're born in 83, like, what's your, like, how old were you when you first got these? Probably, like, three or four. I mean... He-Man was one of the first shows I remember watching. Like, just I remember being little and just kind of watching He-Man and Smurfs and stuff like that. Yeah. And He-Man just seemed cool with all the different adventures and him transforming from Prince Adam into He-Man. So, yeah, definitely a lot of early memories of, like, one of my first favorites. Yeah, it was definitely my favorite. I think I was in kindergarten when I first became aware of the toys and then the cartoon probably right around the same time it was my favorite when i was a kid and um even now as an adult i I still will go back and watch the cartoon and then i'm still collecting the figures they just came out with uh, a new kind of uh retro version of the figures that are coming out now they've been out for about a month it's the same packaging it looks the same Uh, the figures are a little bit different they're more articulated they look almost like the old figures but they're amazing I have almost all the figures in the first way, but uh, it's, there's a few I don't have yet. Um, this thing is going to go on for a while. There's already, you know, Wave 2 has already been leaked. Like the no, nice. And uh, there's big plans for this line. So, All right, Hambo, let's do your top five. What is your number five figure? The Thunder Punch He-Man. Oh, wow. That was the one with the, you put the little caps in the back? Mm-hmm. Yeah, see, kids today don't, they will never know what cap guns were. I don't think they make them anymore, but. Uh, th- yeah, probably. Yeah, there was like, there was like gunpowder in like a, a circular thing. You put that into a cap gun and it made a loud bang. Thunder Punch He Man had the same kind of contraption on his backpack and you would twist him. And then when he snapped back, uh, you would hear that pop. Right. It didn't always work, but it was a really cool figure. It was very cool, especially to a little kid like, bam, this is cool. Anything that kind of has action and, you know, does extra stuff besides yeah. move the arms is always top in my book. Yeah, and he had that cool, like an orange or reddish kind of chest plate with a silver emblem on it. Uh, yeah, that was definitely a cool figure. I had that one. I think that was the yes. third or fourth He-Man. There was He-Man, the original He-Man. Then there was Battle Armor He-Man. Right. And I think Thunder Punch He-Man might have been third or fourth after that. I think it was the fourth line from the old old series. Yeah. So I love that one, man. Yeah. Uh, What do you got for number four? Number four, I have just the original Skeletor. You know, that's that seems to be one of the most famous figures. Yes. You know, you still see Skeletor figures like on Adult Swim and things like that today. Yeah, that that first Skeletor is iconic, man. Oh, mm-hmm. That skull face. He had, like, on his arms, he had, like, the fin kind of thing. He had, like, three toes. Yes. Oh, man. Great, great figure. Mm-hmm. Um, Good stuff. And then he had that purple sword, which was the yeah. same as the He-Man sword, but purple. 
Good stuff. Yeah, that's an awesome figure. What about number three? Number three is Blade. Wow. Now, that's a figure I didn't have. Um, I think I had grown out of He-Man by that point. Blade was from the movie He-Man, which came out in 1987. Yes, that's when this figure came out in 87, so that does make sense. Yeah, the the Masters of the Universe movie, the live-action movie, came out in 87, and then I think right around that same time, they had a few figures from the movie come out in the in the regular toy line. It wasn't a separate toy line. It was right. regular He-Man toy line. So I think they had a Blade. They had Gwildor. I think there was yes. one more. Yeah, I know they did Blade and Gwildor. And I think Saurad. I think they might have made a Saurad figure. Okay. Did you see that movie? I did. I have watched that movie. It's kind of it's kind of crazy. It's not. I don't. It seems to be one of those that didn't you know, do, didn't seem to do as well with the story and everything because they try to take it to Earth. It's kind of crazy. But yeah, Blade was a figure I never, ever had. So that's cool that you had him. You might have to look him up on eBay. I wonder what he goes for. Yeah, he probably goes for a lot because uh, by that point, they were not making a lot of those figures. Like, you know, the first few waves of He-Man in 82, 83, 84, they were making and selling millions of them. But mm-hmm. by this point, you know, the line was almost dead, so they didn't make a lot. So as a result of that, they're very hard to find right now. So, And that movie probably didn't help sales any. Mm-mm. All right, what do you got for number two? I have Battle Cat. Nice, man. I love Battle Cat. That was probably one of my favorite, you know, characters in the whole lawn. Yeah, Battle Cat was cool. He looked cool. But you know what? You couldn't really play with him that well because he didn't move. Right. He just, you know, you could just put He-Man on him and kind of walk around and that's it. And yeah, pretend like he's be, walking. Yeah. Uh, so do you know the, how they came up with the Battle Cat figure? How? I don't remember that. How did they come up with it? So there was a line in the 70s called Big Jim. It was a toy line by Mattel. Big Jim was an action hero or whatever. And um, a lot of his uh, accessories were animals. Like he had, he had a, a bird... Or he had a tiger. There was a tiger in that line, so Mattel already had that mold made, and it was you know a regular orange tiger, and it was the, right. it was the mold that eventually later they used to make Battle Cat. So they saved money by using this old mold. So they saved money on the tooling for it. So all they did was they painted it differently. They painted it, you know, Battle Cat's green with like orange stripes. Right. And then they put that red saddle on him and, the, and a mask too. So. Yeah, Battle Cat definitely looks cool, but I didn't like playing with him because he wasn't, you couldn't do anything with him. So the Battle Cat in the new line, he has articulation, his tail moves, his, his paws can move, he can turn his head, his jaws open up. And did you have Panthor? I don't remember if I had Panthor. Panthor was Skeletor's tiger. It was the same mold, but um, it was flocked, which it's, Got you know, it had that velvet, furry right. kind of feel to it. So nice. great choice. So, all right, man, here we are, number one. What is Hambone's number one Masters of the Universe figure? I like the Astro line the best. Nice. That's an obscure choice, man. I liked how it kind of, you know, it was kind of their take on uh, be on Transformers and, you know, and, and, you know, definitely added a different flavor to the He-Man store, He-Man toy line. Yeah, I think um, I think those came out around 85 or 86, the, maybe the second to last wave. I was still collecting He-Man toys at that point, and I remember getting a few of the Meteorbs. 
They were in, like an egg-shaped thing, and then you right. open them up. Just like you said, Transformers. You open them up, and they turn into, like, there was a lion, there was a tiger, maybe a, an elephant, like a woolly mammoth figure. So there was a few of those, and there was Rockon and Stonedar, and they were, like, the leaders of those meteorbs, I think. Right. They were shaped like a rock, and then you open them up, and they were people. So I had Rockon, and then my brother had Stonedar. Oh, nice. And I think he had the lion, and, I, and I'm pretty sure that I had the tiger, whatever that was called. I would love to have one of those in my collection. Those are pretty expensive on eBay. They didn't make a lot of them back then, so they're very hard to find now. Yeah, the Heroic Meteorbs, Tuscor, Cometroid, Astralon, Comet Cat, Tiger, and the evil ones were Oor Orbar, Rhinoborb, Crocodile Vite. There was a crocodile, Dinosaur Orb, and Gorilla. Something wow. like that. I can't pronounce it. Really. Yeah, like it looks like they had like a gorilla one too. Yeah, so there was a lot of them. I didn't realize there was that many back then. Yeah. Well, I can only hope that they'll make those meteorbs in the new line. Definitely. It's called, the new line's called He-Man Origins. I remember you sent me that link about them from, you know, at Walmart. All right, Hambone, I want to thank you for joining me and uh, reminiscing a little bit. We can find you on the Creative Control Network, of course, the best network in podcasting. The best network indeed. Yes, sir. Yeah. Uh, but where can we find you on Twitter? You can find me on Twitter at HB underscore presents or HB underscore show. Always happy to get new followers and talk about whatever. Nice. All right, Hambone, thanks for coming on. We'll talk to you later. All right. Thanks for having me. Take care, everyone. that's the show thank you so much for listening i want to thank all five of my amazing guests steve cavino the hurricane shane helms jeff lane janine and hambone thank you guys so much please follow all of them on social media they would appreciate it and i would appreciate it i hope you enjoyed this episode as much as i enjoyed making it this was the most fun episode i've ever had recording and putting together all right, everyone. Bye for now. Hey, man. Tila. Hand arms. Don't. Don't say goodbye. Say good journey. There's an old Italian saying. Live the journey. For every destiny is but a doorway to another. Good journey. This episode is sponsored by Blue Chew. After a long day of battling Skeletor's evil henchmen, when Tila gets back to her bedroom at the palace in Eternia and she takes off all her battle armor, she's in the mood for a different kind of action. Do you think she wants to be with Prince Adam, or does she want to be with He-Man? Well, of course she wants to be with He-Man, and so does your woman. Guys, listen up. I'm going to tell you how you can increase your performance and become the most powerful man in the universe in the bedroom. 
Blue Chew brings you the first chewable with the same FDA-approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis. Blue Chew is made in the USA. It's prescribed online by licensed physicians, so you don't have to go to the doctor or wait in line. It's even cheaper than a pharmacy, and they prepare and ship it right to you in the discreet package. No more awkwardness, and you don't even need to leave the house. Right now, we've got a special deal for the listeners of the Mike Durban Show. Visit BlueChew.com and get your first shipment free when you use our special promo code DURBAND. That's D-U-R-B-A-N-D. Just pay $5 shipping. Again, that's B-L-U-E-Chew.com. Promo code DURBAND to try it for free. Blue Chew is the better, cheaper choice, and I thank them for sponsoring my show. And remember, when you support my sponsors... You help make this podcast possible, so be sure to use my promo code DURBAND at BlueChew.com. Do you want to go behind the scenes at World Championship Wrestling and find out what really happened from one of the greatest minds in the history of the business, the infamous booker behind WCW's success with the New World Order? Other podcasts weren't there. Let's clean up the fantasy bullshit, give you real facts and real stories with the Taskmaster himself. Yes, this is Taskmaster Talks with Kevin Sullivan, available on the Creative Control Network. 